Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Cronomier, Goddess of Victory Written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter 4 The Soothsayer After surveying the ruins of Londinium, the Roman garrison made its way north and set up camp a mile beyond the city walls. With thoughts turning to the inevitable confrontation with the Iceni and the speculation of when it would transpire, little attention was given to Astrid, who remained by the side of Gaius. It was a fruitful partnership. Gaius was so low in the ranks that few soldiers paid him any attention meaning Astrid was left alone. In return, she was able to help Gaius with some of his more menial duties, including how to put up a tent without it collapsing, how to correctly polish boots, and how to clean up after horses. The downside, Astrid found, was Gaius's incessant talking. So, where are you from, then? he inquired as they strolled around the camp at dusk. Out of town, she muttered. Which town? You wouldn't know it. Oh, but I might said Gaius, puffing out his chest. I've done my fair share of travelling. You and me both, Mush, Astrid grinned. Gaius caught the smile. Really? Where have you been? Have you seen Rome? Met the Emperor, Astrid replied with a raised eyebrow. Really? Gaius gasped, stopping in his tracks. You've met Emperor Nero? Nah, not him, Astrid corrected herself. The other one. They all ganged up and stabbed him in the Senate. Caesar, that was his name. Gaius concentrated for slightly longer than was necessary, then grinned. Oh yes, very funny. He wasn't an emperor, he was a dictator. All rolls into one when you've seen what I have, Astrid sighed, looking up at the last ribbons of amber light in the sky. It was a minute later that Gaius realised they'd wandered some distance from the main camp. Hold on a minute, where are we going? Not much of a prison guard, are you, Gaius? Astrid noted cheerfully. Well, I, uh... I've never had to... What I mean is... Don't worry. That's why I like you, Astrid interrupted, and strode on away from the camp whilst Gaius came to a halt. You like me? He breathed, his cheeks flushing. Keep up, Mush, Astrid called back, and the young Roman ran to join her again. Yes, but where are we going? He asked again. If we're found, we'll... If they see us, we'll tell him I was doing a runner and you caught me, Astrid replied in a matter-of-fact tone. They'll give you a promotion. But in actual fact, we're headed where exactly? Gaius persisted. That soothsayer woman. Notice she didn't set up camp with the rest of you. Spotted them making tracks for the other side of this hill. Astrid trudged on as night continued to blot the landscape. What do you want with her? Gaius asked. She's just an old quack they keep around because she foretold the attacks on Camula Dunham and Londinium. Not keen on her then, noted a surprised Astrid. The only magic in the world is with the gods, insisted Gaius. There's none of it down here from what I've seen. Good boy, Astrid grinned. You'll make a decent assistant. Oh, thank you, beamed Gaius. Then he broke step as a penny dropped. Hang on. 
Assistant? Don't dawdle, Mush. We've got a witch to spy on. A few minutes later they descended the hill, and hiding behind an oak tree, looked down at the soothsayer's tent, which stood in the shade of a bank of long grass. For a moment, Astrid's mind wandered back to the previous night when she'd lost the professor. I'll find you, Prof, she whispered to herself. Don't you doubt that? No sign of her, Gaius observed in a hushed tone. Perhaps she's gone hunting. They say she can catch rabbits with her bare hands. A fire burned outside the tent, but there was no movement inside. They maintained their vigil for almost an hour. Then the soothsayer finally appeared. Gaius had been right. She'd not been in the tent. They spotted her walking slowly around the foot of the hill, and she wasn't alone. Leaning heavily on her shoulder was another of the Roman garrison. He was only a few years older than Gaius, but with a stronger build. Who's that? asked Astrid. Cecilius, Gaius frowned, concerned about the sight before him. His fellow soldier was clearly injured. What's wrong with him? They paused to watch, and then Cecilius began to cough. Same thing that was wrong with Marcus, Astrid reasoned. Who's Marcus? came the reply. Don't start with that again, Astrid chided, and remembered Gaius's comments on magic. I know what I saw. She turned back to the soothsayer. Cecilius was in a bad way, his hacking cough becoming a continuous wretch, and soon the cracks across his skin began to glow. What's happening? gasped Gaius. Astrid grabbed hold of him. Remember him, she hissed. His name is Cecilius, right? You think of him, every time you've ever seen him, every word he ever said to you. You keep thinking of that, right? Right, Gaius nodded. Stay here, Astrid ordered, and then broke cover from the tree to get a closer look. As she approached the stricken soldier, who was now convulsing on the floor, she felt that vibration in her chest again. Only now she realised it was no tremor of fear. It was coming from one of her pockets. She reached inside and plucked out her chronometer, a fobwatch-like gadget that the professor had given her to trace the year in which they'd landed. It was humming so fiercely Astrid almost dropped it. She strengthened her grasp as light began to flow from Cecilius, seeping between the pores of his skin. The soothsayer knelt over him, muttering words of comfort. Transfixed, Astrid was drawn closer, her arm slowly extending to hold the chronometer out before her. As she neared the soothsayer, whose back was to her, she flicked open the lid of the device and felt the cogs inside shake violently. In an instant, the light emanating from Cecilius erupted into the sky like a fountain of water, sending the soothsayer sprawling onto her back. The light in the air slowly took the form of a human. Although featureless, it was the same muscular build as the soldier, who had, like Marcus, disappeared. The figure turned in the breeze and began to reach out, not to the soothsayer, but to Astrid. The older woman got to her knees and turned to see Astrid arm outstretched, and in her hand. What are you? What is that thing? she demanded to know. Then she glanced up at the apparition above them. What are you doing to him, the poor boy? It's what's happened before, gasped Astrid in awe. The same as Marcus. For the love of the gods, help me save him, the soothsayer demanded, as the figure that was once Cecilius began to flare. Bloody hell, Prof, we got a right one here, Astrid muttered. The soothsayer frowned. Prof? Go, Astrid called to the ghost of Cecilius. You poor soul, just go. The apparition in the air flared and burst into a thousand slithers of light, which caught themselves on the nighttime breeze and dissipated. The two women watched for a moment, and then the soothsayer pulled a knife from the depths of her cloak. 
What did you do to him? she demanded, approaching Astrid with the blade. Nothing, insisted the young girl. This ain't my doing. It's way beyond me. Or you. Who are you? You answer that first and I'll take your lead, Astrid countered. I've no time for games, girl, the older woman growled. Funny you should say that, Astrid pondered. She was looking at the chronometer in her hand. The dials that read the date were spinning wildly this way and that. Time's the exact right thing, you ask me. Astrid! Gaius was running down the hill towards them. <gasps> Soldiers! he panted. Sure enough, the sound of marching was following him from the top of the hill. The glow of torches began to swell. They must have seen the light. You remember it? Astrid asked. Yes, of course, said Gaius. That light in the sky. Where did it come from? What do you mean? The light, Astrid shouted. Where did it come from? It came out of nowhere, Gaius began, but then caught himself. But it can't have. There was... I saw... Yes? Cecilius? Gaius frowned. Soothsayer! came a loud cry from the approaching troops. Quintus was leading the scout party. What's happening here? The soothsayer looked at Astrid, who slowly put the chronometer back in her pocket and returned the gaze with a warning glare. The girl knew something. The forces beyond the world had brought her here. She was certain of it. She could learn from her, but not if the Romans locked her away. She lowered her knife. Nothing, she reported simply, waving an arm at the fire. I use the flames to tell fortunes. She looked at Gaius and Astrid. I suspect these two have quite the future ahead of them. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomier, Goddess of Victory, an Unbound Theatre production, written by Dario Knight and performed by Erica Sanderson, with music by Kevin MacLeod.